0: now for something completely different. A radio show about books. Didn't think it through at all. Inconceivable! (laughs) Yes, the show's serious. That's totally a thing. Thank you. Farzan
1: of the Apes. Brought to you from out the pages of Edgar Rice Burroughs' immortal book. Oh, wow.
0: In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and been widely regarded as a bad move. And now for your host, Daniel Thompson, a completely underqualified buffoon who has no idea why he's here in the first place. And all were amazed and said, this guy is really good. Do you do children's parties? I'm back, everybody! I have returned. I'm back. I have survived having an alien symbiote pulled from my guts. I've survived a virus. I've survived four, count them, four college tests and like five assignments on top of that in a seriously short period of time. And I have returned triumphantly. To you all. How are you guys doing today? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry that I didn't get an episode out last week. I really am, but hey, your wait your wait was worth it, because today we have Kelly Darnell Pierce and Furiel Lizzie in studio today. I I love hanging out with these people. I don't get to do it often at all. I really don't. So it was so much fun to have them in studio. We're talking Sean the Sheep today because why the heck not? Hey, again, guys, thank you all for being here today. I missed you all. Seriously, we are back, and I'm going to try not to have any more alien symbiotes cut out of my gut anymore. I'm going to try to avoid that for the future. It's the very serious writing show, everybody. <sighs> Feels good to be back. Feels good. Boom shakalaka. So let me introduce myself. Do you know who I am? The average human male is about 60% water.
1: As as we're that's a little extravagant. You're here because we want the best, and you're it. Nope. Couldn't keep
0: a straight face. I am no man. Doop de doo. Hi. Doop-de- Hello. How's <laughs> it going?
2: Okay, are we doing audio or video? Because, like, I can't see you, and all we're seeing is ads for Lunchables Unloaded. Ooh. Walking Taco. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have Lunchable ads? They, yes. they they have you pegged, Kelly.
2: They no, have they you, don't. They
0: have you pegged. I can it's see it's not y'all. a
2: marsh. It's not a marshmallow ad or an ad for frosting.
0: It's just Lunchables, huh? Yeah. That's disappointing.
2: It is. But Lizzie likes the
1: walking taco. No, I don't actually. I just was commenting on it was walking
2: taco. I don't know.
0: I have a friend who lived next door to a restaurant named the Fuzzy Taco. <laughs> Stop. The fuzzy taco? The fuzzy taco. That Appar-
2: makes it like it's full of mold. Yeah. It,
0: it was apparently a very fun place to be. People would go there after going to the bar, and they would get tacos for themselves. That's the story.
2: That's really funny. Wrong and weird. <laughs>
1: How
0: are you two doing today?
2: We're doing I'm, great. I'm Although, Lizzie, Lizzie made a rule.
0: What's your yeah. rule, Lizzie?
2: Liz- Kelly isn't allowed to like
1: flirt. Like do her stupid fake flirting thing with me, so if she does... She thinks it's fake. I get to slap her, and and then you have to, like, amplify the slap sound effect with, like, a better one. Okay. So it sounds like I slapped her really hard.
2: Honey buns? See? Here. <laughs> there
1: we go. I just, I just slapped her. I, mean, didn't. I slapped her so hard. She just clapped her that? hands
2: together. No. Did you hear how I slapped her?
0: <clears throat> I heard. I, 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 I will heard. slap
2: her. Real, though She will. She won't even blink.
0: Not even. It won't no. even be a thing.
2: No. <laughs> I I do blink.
0: So blank. you're
2: interviewing two humans who blink. Anywho.
0: <laughs> that's about the only qualification I have for people to be on the show at this stage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good thing or bad thing. Stop throwing glitter at me.
0: Oh my gosh. So I watched Sean the Sheep late last night. Oh. Uh. I watched it. I did. That's what we're discussing today, right? We're talking about Shaun the Sheep. Yes. I hope so. <laughs> That's what Lizzie came for.
2: <laughs> That's what every conversation with Lizzie eventually ends up as. So It's, it's
0: Shaun the Sheep.
2: Yeah, not really, but okay.
0: <laughs> Kelly, tell that story what happened while you were in the car today. I want to hear the story about the dinosaur exhibit.
2: Oh, okay, okay. So... I was going to work, right? It actually wasn't in the car technically. Yeah, I was like, I was, where <laughs> did you get a call? <laughs> I what? stole one. So, I I was going to work and I'm a custodian and the um like main custodian office thing at the building that I work at has like a radio and like our manager just kind of keeps the radio on during the day. And I walk in there and I'm like putting my bag down and everything and there's this ad that starts talking about this dinosaur exhibit down in Minneapolis. And it was all like, we have like this huge, really cool interactive exhibit. And there's like this 14 foot T-Rex that you can actually ride. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And then my partner walked into the office and I was like telling her about it. And I got so excited and kind of started hyperventilating and I inhaled my mint that I had in my mouth.
0: That's a good skill. Yeah. That's, that's... And then I
2: was choked, and it, it was... <laughs> and then I was like, I'm not even going to this dinosaur exhibit. Why am I so happy? But, you know, weird things happen at 6 in the morning.
0: <laughs> that's that's <laughs> universally true.
2: It's I... like the 1 a.m. thing, only reverse.
0: <laughs> yeah. One of, my, one of my friends got me up, like, really early this morning because she had to work on a group project for college. And I turned <laughs> and I looked at her. I'm like, you know what my favorite part about this morning is you and that's saying a lot because I hate you right now
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Lizzie what time did you get up this morning
1: um like 9 <laughs> oh my gosh
2: that's when I was done with work and going to the grocery but, store to buy bacon but to be fair I did work <laughs> earlier in the
1: week I just didn't happen to work today and I'm also like my mom's out of town so I'm gonna be like mom for the weekend
2: so she took a lot of valuable time out of her weekend to come be with us
0: I'm aware of this and of the sacrifices you have made, Lizzie. You
2: all are
1: worth it. Aww. Hug emoji thing Heart. <laughs>
2: that's mostly the hugs <laughs> you get from this girl. Yeah.
0: That's that's probably <laughs> true. That's probably true.
2: Hey, the ad disappeared, now it's just your profile picture in like big size. It's very weird I, <laughs> to I, look at.
0: By profile pic I use it to throw my interviewees off guard. Tori Martin didn't know what to think of it. He just kinda <laughs> <It's> working.
1: <laughs>
0: he was just kinda distracted the entire time. But honestly, if you could see my face right now, the the sight would not be any different at all. That's just how I look.
2: I don't doubt it. But
1: you'd be moving.
0: That's true. <laughs> There'd be slight motion.
1: Because you're frozen in like this like terrible like laugh sneeze. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, so my favorite part of Shaun the Sheep, my favorite part is when they're in the animal jail, like they probably call those shelters, but I'm going to call it an animal jail.
1: It was an animal jail. It was like a penitentiary (laughs) for (laughs) for animals. animals.
0: I just like the glaring dog with the red eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That dog, he was was just staring.
1: I... That's what your profile picture is doing to us right now, <laughs> but in like, in, like, a less evil way.
0: Every time he was on the screen, I laughed until I cried. I cried so much, and I was just waiting the entire— After he showed up, I didn't want anything to do with the rest of the movie. I just wanted him to come back. So, like, when the guy got stuck in the jail cell, I was so happy because they brought the dog back, and then he made an end credits appearance, and it was—that was my favorite part of the entire movie, is, is the dog. In there.
2: My favorite part of the whole entire movie was when they were in the restaurant. <laughs> mm. Like, <laughs> that was my favorite part.
0: Lizzie, why do you love this movie so much? I have to understand.
1: Um. Well, it like touches on a lot of my loves because, first of all, I love claymation. Um. Like, I love Chicken Run, Wallace and Gromit. I love that style of animation. Second of all, I love silent films. And Shaun the Sheep is both, plus it's British, plus it was just so, like, freakishly charming. I mean, it was just so heartwarming. You watched it and you were like, there is nothing wrong with this
2: movie. It's just so sweet. <laughs> and it made me so happy. It was so hard for me not to flirt right there. What? <laughs> 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 I just had a response that was very automatic. Don't <laughs> glitter at me.
0: Why are you flicking water at Kelly? Is that how you make Kelly stop? It's
2: glitter. Oh, glitter. glitter.
0: Excuse me. I'm sorry. I can't tell.
2: <laughs> she has glitter all over her desk.
0: Why do you have glitter all over your desk?
2: Well, the glitter on my desk is from a vase that was decorated from Lizzie's grandparents' 50th anniversary vow renewal ceremony thing. And and it's the glitter all specific. over my floor <laughs> is from a different source. <laughs> There's a lot of (laughs) glitter in here, and it's (laughs) was in arm's reach. Hannah sent me an envelope full of glitter, and when I opened it, I was so happy, I threw it all over my room last semester, and it just didn't get completely cleaned up yet.
0: Wow. That's amazing. I know. That's pretty amazing. (laughs) I also love the duck in the film. Like the right, hit, Like the hitman duck.
1: Cool. <laughs> he looked so ashamed. I know, when they brought him back in and he ducked his Mister head. They Brings him in, he's just so sad. I'm like, oh, you broke him. was <laughs> like, oh no,
0: not the duck.
1: No, there is nothing about that movie that wasn't good. Is the it- only thing
2: is that all the sheep put me to sleep the second time that I watched it. You are weak. <laughs> like no that's legit though you like, also fell
1: asleep the night before watching agent carter so you are weak <laughs> and i got
2: through all of the last episode i was very tired i never used to fall asleep while i watched things but then lizzie's lap became a comfortable pillow and it just started happening
0: i understand this just happens it happens with age
2: yeah exactly i i, I realized how old i was the other day and and how then old, it all made
0: sense. how old are you kelly
2: I'm 19. You're and I have three quarters plus 20 years. <laughs> no, but I was telling my mom, I'm like, oh my gosh, like seriously, 21 year old guys are so intimidating. Like, I don't go for anyone who's over two years older than me. And then I realized that 21 is no longer like two years older than me.
0: So nope. I'm freaking <laughs> 20 and I can't I can't comprehend what my life is supposed to be now. <laughs> now, stop. Lizzie. my Because he just made like a hard with her hands.
2: Wait, do you have the camera on? Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: I didn't know you could see this. Yeah. i <laughs> oh, stop now. Wow! Just, I just saw the little picture there of us. Well, I didn't he, know he, he could see that though, because we can't see him. Yeah, we just so, can't see him. Wow.
1: I'm sorry,
0: I've been spooking on y'all for the last the ten minutes.
1: Making I thought it was basically just yeah.
2: Yeah. Stop that now. <laughs> i you can't see anything you're doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oops!
2: Nothing at all.
0: I felt like the story of Shaun the Sheep overall—it's it, like I've seen the story before, like a hundred times. But on a moment-to-moment basis, I had no idea what was going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. like Same. with, like with the yellow horse towards the end <laughs> of the film, it came out of the alley, and I was just like, "What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> is
1: this (laughs) yeah that yeah I think for me part of what makes Shaun the Sheep as a movie and a show so great is the because it is silent they can't rely I mean so many movies now rely on like dialogue but it's not even necessarily good dialogue it's just enough like they throw in enough like kind of lame quips to get you through the boring scenes Mm. you know Whereas you can't do that with Shaun the Sheep because there is no dialogue. You have to be engaged every single second by what is happening on the screen. So I think that is part of what makes it such a fun, inventive film. And same with Chicken Run, same with Wallace and Gromit. You know, it's kind of like there's while well, Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run aren't silent so films are no, actually. they are. I just I think they use the same principle of just kind of every moment has to be good. And I don't know. I see a lot of kids' films, especially, mm-hmm. are okay with mediocre, which is not cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I. I agree. I appreciate the silent nature of it. I appreciated, I appreciated the, the sheer character development and the character arc, especially of Little Timmy, because I feel like this is a coming-of-age story for Little Timmy as he grows from a sheeplet into a full sheep. I suppose they call You're baby.
2: Called-
0: <laughs> I think those are probably called yeah. lambs.
2: You're called sheeplets now. Okay.
0: <laughs> it was Little Timmy's a sheeplet, and there's nothing you can do to convince me otherwise. And his 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 great character arc. And the villain development really engaged me, like his backstory, mm. like it was so understated,
1: mm-hmm. which is something you don't <laughs> see, like especially in kid movies at all. Oh, but you don't no. see like subtlety and subtext. You don't see them in movies hardly at all anymore. You know.
0: Oh, that's absolutely true. No, I thought the villain was boring and cliche. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I could, I like the, well, I like the one sheep with like the hair curlers. That sheep was good. Oh my gosh, yes. Which what is the name of that sheep? Is that Meryl? It's,
1: it's like Cindy or no,
2: that's the. It's I a silent film, Lizzie. They never said her name. No, they have names. They have though. names. Do,
0: They're in the credits. Do they, now for it's a silent... Like,
2: First. Sean like the is most, the only name we know,
1: everybody. And no, it's Timmy. like the most mom name ever. It's like Cheryl or something. It's very mom.
0: Are you sure it's not Meryl? Because there's a sheep named Meryl.
2: Marilyn. Marilyn Monroe, the sheep. No. So classy. The no.
0: classiest of all the sheep.
2: No. Yeah, you know I'm right. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're really right about these. <laughs>
0: I was surprised by the uh, the cast list in the film because I'm looking we're watching the credits. I'm like, how are there that many people assigned uh-huh. as cast for a silent film? <laughs> of claymation. I don't understand that bit. Wait,
1: there was a cast.
0: Yeah, there was a full Wait, cast. They
1: made list. all the little noises. <laughs> oh there were little oh noises. Gosh.
0: All the little noises.
2: Those were like, I could make little noises. Yeah. I could be I could be in like Shaun the Sheep. Two and I can be like mm, 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 mm.
0: which by the way and is happening a, they've announced I'd they actually the have too. to
2: hire real actors <laughs>
0: <laughs> like Tom Hanks is Sean <laughs> he Weird. just never says anything the entire film <laughs> oh
2: my gosh Th- that's amusing
0: it would be, it'd be wonderful just think I'd want I, it.
2: I fell <laughs> asleep by the time the end credits rolled around so. oh, oh. we it in theaters once too but but by by the time the end credits rolled around when we saw it in theaters, you were so busy like told her Kelly, told her, told her, told you it was funny, Kelly. Now now recant on everything you said about hating Shaun the Sheep. I didn't like Shaun the Sheep. She didn't. I it was stupid because here's why she didn't <laughs> like it. She didn't like it because
1: it interrupted her Hannah Montana time when she was a kid. Okay, <laughs> because, of, because of
2: that, she was like, oh, Shaun oh. the Sheep is just a terrible show. And oh. I was like, okay, hey, no. okay, picture oh, no. like. Nine-year-old me, right? I'm watching Disney Channel at my grandparents' house because, you know, that's where I watched cable, and I feel you. I'd be, I'd be watching Hannah Montana, and then they'd be like, "Here's this 10-minute episode of this dorky sheep who doesn't talk," and I was like, "But Hannah so Montana!" I
1: interrupted Hannah Montana with some quality programming, and you got really angry about it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, many I, years. I was a classless nine-year-old in many ways. I feel like Sean so.
0: the Sheep works better in 10-minute increments, though. Like... By by the time I hit like the hour mark of Shaun the Sheep, I was like, you know, <laughs> this this is, this just continues, Isn't, doesn't it? It it's just. It's
1: pretty exhausting. It's yeah. like
0: <laughs> you've been. I felt like I'd been on a long journey. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. You get to the end and you're like, wow, like so much has happened in front of this, me, like on this screen, so much. It never slows down. It's, yeah. <laughs> no.
2: Very frenetic.
0: It's it's it just it's just very sheepish all the way through
2: sheepish I see what you did Dun there. dun
0: dun dun. That pun wasn't worth acknowledging.
2: It didn't even make sense.
0: I didn't mean <laughs> I it as a pun. I just pun. I just meant to indicate that I had sheep in it. I didn't even mean it as sheepish. It was a bad oh, cause,
2: pun. Because that adjective wouldn't really make a whole lot of no, sense. No,
0: it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, but like okay, that movie got a lot more interesting to me Um after starting to take this screenwriting class this semester because I was dreading this class because writing dialogue is my weakest aspect of my writing. And I was like, oh no, I'm taking a screenwriting class and I just have to write dialogue. Like, This is not going to end well. But then I actually started taking the class and realized that film is a lot more than just dialogue. This is true. I think that, like Lizzie was saying, like the strength of not having the dialogue, but still being able to engage your audience is something that is very, very difficult because I've been trying to write screenplays that don't have a lot of dialogue because I'm not good at dialogue. And I was like, okay, this is hard, too.
0: Mm -hmm. No, screenwriting is just hard, regardless of what you do.
2: Amen. So much. Not a screenwriter. no.
0: (laughs) It's f- whenever I whenever I try to write dialogue, like my dialogue has consistently been wretched throughout my entire existence. Mm-hmm. But when it's good, it's when I've stolen it from an actual conversation.
2: <laughs> that I have. Right? No, this is why I will lit- like I have I have a like note in my phone that's saved of little bits of dialogue that I found funny in my personal life. And yes, most of it is between me and Lizzie, but still, that could go into something.
0: Absolutely. I, I had this weird conversation. You all, maybe, maybe you all remember this person from the OEN forums. You remember uh, Ashlyn Kirkpatrick? You remember yep. her? Yeah.
1: Kelly yeah. wouldn't. She was. Yeah, that, that was a tiny new baby, but
2: I. Knew. That was before yeah. my time. Yeah. We had like this. Super, I knew Hannah longer than you.
0: <laughs> we had this super emo conversation about death. And,
2: yep.
0: and we did yeah. it, like, in, like, uh, like a status update, <laughs> and I stole it, and I wrote it down, and it ended up being, like, my death scene conversation, and, like, did you, did you see Seventh Seal, that film I made, like, way long ago? Yeah, I did. Yeah, when I die in that movie, that's the conversation <laughs> that we
1: had.
0: Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and also... And yeah, I have I have a little notebook now where I keep bits of dialogue. the The one that I wrote immediately after one was, uh, I was I was riding on horses with people, and one of the people was just like, "This horse smells like a chicken biscuit." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was, <Did> it actually, <laughs> I
0: I think the jury was still out on that one last I, I checked, and I was I was just confused, so I wrote it down. And I'm like, surely, surely I can use this later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but maybe not like in an intense, you know, <laughs> riding they're shooting just, at us. We're riding, we're riding for our, our lives. lives. It smells like a
2: chicken
0: biscuit. <laughs> no, this person. Let's say let's say like it's like it's this dramatic car chase sequence, and they jump into a car that they've stolen, and the person in the back of the car just goes, "This car smells like a chicken biscuit." <laughs> 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 I think that would be perfectly appropriate.
1: You know, it sounds like something I, I know uh, movies and shows where that would not be. <clears throat> out of the question, so, yeah, yeah, that could work. Absolutely. Anything
2: created by you could
1: work. <laughs> well, when you say anything...
2: <laughs> I mean anything, to go for I don't think that applies it.
1: to anybody, honestly, because anyone can create something pretty horrible.
0: This is true. But if he
2: does
1: it, it'll be entertaining and funny, alongside the horribleness, but more in, like, the mocking kind of way. Because I... Disney's created some really awesome movies, but Disney's also created some terrible movies. And they're not like, oh, yeah. these movies are so great. They're more like, let's watch them so we can rip them apart and laugh at them.
0: Which which Disney movies do you do that to? Like the sequel? The, like the straight to DVD sequels?
1: Because those you know, just make me sad. Them, those aren't even fit. No, no, like Atlantis.
0: Oh, Anna and I,
1: my sister Anna and I had a heyday just. Just ripping that one to pieces because it was just honestly terrible. I liked
2: that movie. Well
1: <laughs> it was long. Cool.
0: As a little person I liked it. I also like Treasure Planet a whole lot. Okay,
2: Treasure Planet rocks.
0: It does. I have a
2: crush on the guy from Treasure Planet. Would you stop about that. It's weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you why do you have a crush on Joseph Gordon Levitt? That's that is kinda weird.
2: He's like fifteen in that movie. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> but Joseph Gordon Levitt right now is not fifteen, I'm just saying.
0: Well, I suppose that is true. Lizzie. They, you, gotta, you gotta take that into context, I you suppose. You can
2: have a crush on Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
1: Just having a crush on this 15-year-old character, like, Aah. I'm still mentally 15, so honestly it works. My- it doesn't work like babe. <laughs> 40-year-olds don't get to be like, mentally, I am 12, so.
2: <laughs> We're going into a really weird realm right now. <laughs> started it.
0: Mentally, I'm 14, if that makes you feel better.
2: We're very close in mental age.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I'm a year older than you mentally. I think I'm like 40, <laughs> mentally. Yep. We all need a 4 year old friend. Thanks, Lizzie.
0: We appreciate your contribution to society.
2: Eh. <laughs> my, favorite, my
0: favorite Disney movie is The Emperor's New Groove.
1: <laughs> that one is so great. <laughs> it is so
0: good. It just makes me happy. Kelly no.
1: like Kelly, just thought recently for the first time. Same night I watched Treasure Planet, actually. We yep. <laughs> were like, <Wow>. hey, Kelly.
2: <laughs> Double header, over- early
0: 2000 Disney. Right? Yeah.
2: Good. Those are, those are good movies. Who, who's, who's the one character who's me? Kelly is cronk.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> Kelly is cronk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wouldn't go around saying that. That makes you Yzma.
1: <laughs> well, not not false.
2: <laughs> just <laughs> just yep, pretty much. It, yeah. Hey,
0: there's something I've been meaning to ask you all now that I have you on the show. I must to ask you, what is the whole deal with the marble on Facebook? <laughs> I have to know. I'd have to know because let me get let me give the podcast people like some backdrop real quick because like the the marble the marble just appears on Facebook like slowly it emerges from like a normal (laughs) object there will just be pictures and consecutive pictures and slowly this marble will will appear and there's it's always followed by pomp circumstance and screaming and I have no idea what's happening.
2: It's a glorious tale. (laughs) (laughs) Tell
0: me the tale, Kelly.
2: Okay, so we're. In New York, and not right now, though. (laughs) Last summer. (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm telling a story of the past, dear. We (laughs) were in New York. We were in New York, Daniel. Okay. And, see, Lizzie had brought her guitar. And she opened it up, and there was a marble, like, inside, like, it was, like, inside the little hole behind the the strings.
0: Hmm.
2: And, and we sort of started playing with it on the table. I played with it because it was my marble.
1: <laughs> oh. Sort of. But I, I looked on the marble with jealous thoughts. Also, it's just, I don't know how the marble got there. I can only assume one of my siblings must have stuck it in there and then forgotten about it. It wasn't
2: supposed to be there even, so. <laughs> That's not your marble storage container. No. <laughs>
1: So I'm just innocently playing with my marble, and suddenly Kelly decides she has to have it at all costs. Like, she was just like, I need it. Give it
2: to me. And I was like,
1: mm, No.
2: I wanted it. I wanted it very badly, and I took it for my own. No. <laughs> That's I not did. exactly how it happened. First, like, I spent like a
1: week taking pictures of it. Like, while she was sleeping, I would like put it on her, or like, While we were taking selfies, I would hold it up where she couldn't see it.
2: It was cruel. (laughs) I went through my camera roll, and the marble was so close to my ear, but I had no knowledge of its presence. She was, like,
1: wearing a bandana, and I tucked it into the back of the bandana. But when she took the bandana off, apparently she didn't find the marble, and I never found it after that. So we don't know what happened to the marble. It's somewhere, presumably, in Jenny Sauer's house. But a few months later, I found an identical marble in my house. (laughs) (laughs) And she decided to
2: torment me. So the marble came back. And. Yeah. And then. And then, do you want to know what I did as an act of revenge?
0: What'd you do? As an act of revenge? I went
2: to a bookstore in my town and I paid 10 cents for my own marble.
1: Which I didn't care about because, to be honest. Like, I only did this whole thing to Torment Kelly, so when I she got her- I have the marble. She got her We're own somewhere. marble, and I was like, I don't
2: care. <laughs> like, that's fine. I'm glad you have a marble now. <laughs> it, it's on my desk here somewhere. I have the marble. All right, just sit down. You don't- No one can see it anyway. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> but I sent her a lot of selfies with me and the marble that she couldn't have, which I genuinely don't care about. Oh, but she cares deep down inside. <laughs> She does.
1: <laughs> I have five younger siblings. We always have marbles laying around in my house. It's just a thing. But none of them <laughs>
2: are my marbles.
1: Don't care. <laughs> so that is the story of the marble. And also, if you ever want to t- torture Kelly,
2: psychological torture works so much better with her than anything else. Thanks for telling everyone that.
0: Everyone I in just, the world knows now.
2: Also, Also, if anyone wants to make Kelly super happy, marshmallows are the way to do that.
0: Marshmallows are the key
2: yeah but probably everybody already knew that so.
0: now was it you who brought the like the gigantic marshmallows to the summer workshop
2: It was kelly yeah that was me
0: i appreciate that memory
2: yeah me too and who was it? the one that crawled into lizzie's car
0: that uh was- that totally wasn't <laughs> me it totally wasn't me that climbed into the back of lizzie's car and waited
2: yeah, it and, was and I'm someone g- with terrible, terrible hair. I'm I'm glad oh, that you said wow. that, you know, because I don't have this on video, like footage or anything, but I do. But you do. I have a video. You have a she video. Does. I have a video of you and Lizzie's monologue after you
1: crawled into her car. Um, two people talking together is not a monologue. I just need to point that out. <laughs> it's I actually just, like, called call a about dialogue. Dance words the
0: dialogue you dork. <laughs> you're a dork and now all the listeners at home can go away having learned something writing related a monologue yeah. is one person and a dialogue is two
2: okay but if i'm a lumberjack and i'm on a log what then <laughs> i'm gonna leave now <laughs> i think
0: i will too i think i'm done <laughs>
2: This so is... that was glorious why are people leaving
0: no good heavens no <sighs> i need this video can you send me this video can we put it yeah, on youtube can. can we post it for yes. the world
2: i can put it on youtube i can put it on facebook i can put it everywhere Bless but everyone you, will see the weird hair of you
1: and you Listen, my hair was awesome. My hair was on point. Okay, sorry.
0: Me, <laughs> me and my hair have a very specific agreement. I, I let it follow its own dreams. I let my hair do whatever my hair wants to do, and in exchange, I'm allowed to put a hat on top of it.
1: Well, I think you were wearing the Willy Wonka wig at the time. Oh. Or maybe I'm mixing my memories, but I'm pretty sure no, you were wearing... that was a different day. Oh. Well, you had terrible hair that day, at least. Thanks. I don't know. I just I have this thing against Willy Wonka's terrible haircut...
2: <laughs> oh, a terrible haircut was when we were at chipotle
0: that's true that. Remember, it was the...
2: terrible well,
0: i i thank you
2: so sean the sheep and hairstyles this is a very dynamic interview
0: i i feel like i'm learning so much about <laughs> lizzie's heartless opinions on people's hairstyles
2: basically lizzie's heartless opinion on everything
0: tell us your heartless opinion about baby bunnies
1: Oh, I I don't have a problem with baby bunnies, but actually they do eat their own mom's poop. (laughs) What?! They they do. We we were gonna keep one once that we found, and then I looked it up online and it was like, well, you're gonna have to collect like rabbit poop and feed it to the bunny, and I was like, never mind. (laughs) Let's just release it back into the wild where it will thrive.
0: There was one day, me and a bunch of homeschoolers, we went to a corn maze. And they had bunny cages. And though the bunny cages are elevated, so beneath the bunny cages is what you would expect to find beneath bunny cages. And all the little homeschoolers were going up to see the bunnies, and I pointed and said, Look, children, blueberries!
1: Oh my. And I, I, got, I just got what you did Please there. Please tell me you didn't eat them. I, <laughs> Please
0: tell me you did. I, I did not eat them. <laughs> yes, else. I I understood that they were not blueberries. I tell you what, that's. I think that's the moment that homeschool moms decided that they didn't like me. I'm not well liked. <laughs> I'm not well liked amongst homeschool mothers. They're not. They're not my best friends in the universe.
1: You know, to be a friend of a homeschool mom, you have to either be really like ingratiating and soulless, which I am. I'm I'm great at making friends with homeschool moms because I'm like, kind of this like oily slick person who's like, "Hey, I'll tell you what you want to (laughs) hear." Like, I just love denim jumpers. (laughs) (laughs) Or you actually, or you really actually have to be that good person. I'm not actually a good homeschooler, so
0: you you could be. You're
1: wearing a skirt.
0: Oh. I am. Well, hey. Con-
1: <laughs> but it doesn't like it doesn't reach to my ankles and it's not made out of denim, so That's
0: true. You got points deducted.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing jeans like a heathen, but they are denim. Yeah, but they're pants. Yeah. It's like I'm becoming a man. <laughs> <laughs> With my frilly little top. <laughs>
0: But, but, hey, you're wearing denim pants, so...
2: Yeah, you know. yeah, and I have short hair. I mean, honestly, that that's that's a really big beef people can have. Like, can I tell you about a thing that Lizzie did to me that I'll never forgive her for?
0: Yes, you may. Yeah. She just gave okay. me a flower. <laughs> okay, I'm going <laughs> like, just to... Just so what's hard happening hard right, hard right hard now. Anyways. They are okay, hitting I'll, each other with flowers okay, now.
2: So, so, this is how much of a brat Lizzie can be. Okay, mm. so... I'm at her house, right, and we're, like, in the kitchen. We were, like, cooking stuff and, like, hanging out, and I, like, turn around to go and get a drink from my water bottle. I take a big sip from my water bottle because I'm really thirsty. But something was very wrong. What was wrong? Something was very, Kelly. Very wrong. You're building this story (laughs) way too much because it's not actually that great of a story. It's my story, so you can kindly shut it. Oh, okay. I took a huge drink from my water bottle, <laughs> but it was vinegar.
0: No, what? it was
2: water with a little
0: what? Of- what? Vinegar. Oh my. Okay? Word. And Vinegar is
2: like this thing that makes me want to puke. Like I cannot handle the smell of vinegar. I cannot handle the taste of vinegar. I cannot handle labels that say vinegar. It was a full bottle of water with maybe a teaspoon it of... It was not! Maybe a teaspoon of vinegar in
1: it. And she, like, almost cried, and then she tried to literally kill me, like, physically tried to murder me.
2: Yeah, but who ended up getting hurt in the end?
1: Um, we both did. <laughs> Actually, I still have
2: the scar from it. Wow. So, we Well, see, I, I attacked her and... Okay! Best moment of my entire life. I took a glass of water, I threw it on her face, and also all over my wall in my parents' bedroom.
0: <laughs> but her well, parents weren't home. <laughs> rad skills.
2: Yeah, and then but then she took a spray bottle of water and started spraying my face, and we just sort of got into this huge fight, and and yeah, we both got injured pretty bad.
0: Oh, I have a friend who like <laughs> dunked her sister's to- toothbrush in oregano oil, like lathered it. With, oh, with that essential oil. It's not a good thing to do.
2: That sounds But define good. Was <laughs> well, I think that this show has already pretty dis- much destroyed your moral compass.
1: Yeah. Oh, honey. It wasn't this show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this show is just summarized. <laughs> For VSWS News, I'm Daniel Thompson. A scuba diver is suing an industrial company after being sucked into a nuclear power plant in Florida. The man described the experience, allegedly saying, this ain't right, this ain't right, and his companion further describing it by saying he was sucked into the quarter mile long tube like a wet noodle. The diver allegedly claims that it was very dark inside the tube until he came out on the other side, allegedly wondering if he had reached heaven. A power plant worker quickly assured him that was not the case. A suit has been filed by the diver and it has been noted that this is not the first time this has taken place. A Texas news team was allegedly interrupted during their broadcast by a dog driving a riding lawn mower. The team was reportedly preparing to present a story regarding recent weather damage when the dog calmly drove by on its riding lawnmower. I've seen the pictures, the dog looks very smug. Whole Foods is no longer offering pre-peeled oranges at their stores. The product, which consisted of whole oranges without their peels and encased in plastic packaging, was deemed hypocritical by the general public on Twitter, who rose en masse to declare that oranges come with their own natural packaging. Whole Foods has answered their call, and the pre-peeled orange has since gone the way of asparagus water. Violence broke out in an England zoo when two naked hairless monkeys got into a fight, allegedly chasing and striking each other repeatedly. The very pink primates suffered from a condition called apalysia, as well as a deep-seated loathing for each other's naked indecency. Here's the sound it made. Naturally, the internet thought it was hilarious. A bar is opening in Minnesota that serves exclusively water. They're calling it a water bar, because that's all it serves, water. A poll of Midwest 20-somethings responded to this news saying that's such a Minnesota thing to do. Good luck to them. For VSWS News, I'm Daniel Thompson. Okay, well we have a little bit of time left in the show. What do you want to do? You want to like write a story together? Do you wanna tell more funny, you know, bunny jokes? We can we can make puns for the remainder. We have so many things
2: I, we could I do, do. I, I do I, have that note in my phone of all the funny things Lizzie and I have said to each other.
1: I, <laughs> I don't understand, to be honest, what Kelly does with her life. <laughs> She'll be like, "Do you remember that one like random phrase that you said to me two years ago in like late at night?" And I'm like, "No, I don't." And then she's like, "You don't remember that? It was a turning point in our relationship." And I'm like, "Kelly, I made an offhand comment about like cracker crumbs." Or <laughs> like it's just kind I of, don't I don't remember any conversations about cracker crumbs. Kind of you forgot that conversation? <laughs> How could you? It was
2: a turning point in our relationship. <laughs> was it now? We. <laughs> yeah no don't do not give that
0: <laughs> it looks very amusing
2: I slapped myself
0: yes oh. you did
1: what the heck
0: so much inner violence
1: are you even gonna like read your stupid thing or should I tell a story you should tell a story while I I'm finding I don't actually it. know any stories you don't I know any
0: stories no. I, could, I could tell a good story I could come up with a good story
1: I could describe chicken run play by play this isn't about chicken shot run. By this shot by shot, on the sheet, <laughs> on a shot of the moon, as like a little, it segues from like the little DreamWorks logo with the boy fishing to like the actual moon.
0: But it's not and an actual they, moon.
1: Well, I mean, it's the moon in the movie. It's the claymation moon, with little claymation clouds floating across. And then like the camera pans down, I think, onto like these chicken barracks. I'm telling you, Chicken Run is the best movie. The chickens like live in these little chicken barracks. It's like a war parody. It's so good.
0: It's basically so, Hogan's Heroes with chickens.
1: Right. I mean, do you get better than that?
0: I honestly, probably not. Probably not. I know some people who don't like Chicken Run. I've met yeah. a person who doesn't like Chicken Run. Honestly, I put Chicken Run way over Shaun the Sheep because I, I have to I have to knock Shaun the Sheep on just... It's a story that I've seen like a hundred times in other kids' movies. I love the way they delivered it. I I it was charming, it was funny. Mostly that dog who's just gla- I'm gonna to have to post a picture of the dog with this episode because the dog. It was too much. <laughs> I laughed until I cried. You don't understand. I was just sitting on the bed weeping because the dog showed up again. The dog.
1: Yeah, but yeah, Sean the Sheep definitely wasn't as innovative, you know, as some of their other stuff. Like it like it didn't necessarily like have a flaw per se, but it didn't reach the heights of like Chicken Run. Chicken Run was just bizarre and wonderful and different and nothing like it will ever grace the screen again because actually the studio that had all the all the little claymation puppets burned down. <gasps> sadly. So what? there will never be a Chicken Run sequel unless they want to remake all those little clay puppets, which I don't know. <laughs> that's like several thousand chickens.
0: It's <laughs> a lot of chickens. It's
1: like they had to have little different beaks for each word i mean it's crazy like the stuff that goes into claymation is insane it's and i have so much respect for it
0: mm-hmm. yes anyone who's able to do claymation as good as these people deserves yeah. deserves all the things
1: yeah
0: all the so. do you do, have you found it kelly
2: yeah yeah i i titled it important things
0: <laughs> that's a it's a very descriptive title
2: really mislabeled okay so so lizzie and i go on a lot of road trips right yes and 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 sometimes we end up um in iowa (laughs) usually sometimes
0: sometimes Um. we just end up in iowa (laughs) (laughs) so
2: so there there's this this town in iowa called des moines
0: yes did you know
2: about this (laughs) i
0: I i've i've heard of it i know (laughs) of it
2: so so whenever we're in Iowa, I I look over at Lizzie and I say, I'm de yours and you're des mine. No, actually what she says is, I'm Des Yours and
1: you're Des Moines is what she says. And then I weep a little. <laughs> <laughs> you know you love it. I sprawl up in my mouth just a little bit.
2: <laughs> okay, I, I won't. I won't say any of the ones where we're acting like we're gay. Yeah, <laughs> you are the one who acts like we're gay. <laughs> one time we were in Chick Fil A and I fell asleep on her lap for like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we were in Chick Fil A and it was super ironic. It was <laughs> cool. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that said it was funny when I woke up. <laughs> anyway, Oh, so, okay, one time. Well, I I was telling Lizzie a story, but I got sort of distracted because I was like, "So once upon a time in Minnesota, there was a wild boar named Larry." And then Lizzie was all like, "Kelly, shouldn't I tell a story now?" And then I was all like, "No, I'm not finished. Wait, what is a wild boar? What do they do?" (laughs) Why is that funny? It's not even funny. He's laughing. He's laughing in one of
1: those awkward, like, that wasn't funny. I'm
0: going to have to laugh now. Uh, I never, no. I, you see, I do not prescribe to that sort of laughing. My I'm a little bit more convoluted than that. I'm laughing because she thought it was so funny. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that, that, he's convoluted. I'm just, beat that.
0: We have a special, we have a listener question. Would you like to answer a listener question?
2: <gasps> yes!
0: this was this was not meant for either of you this was meant for like a oh. normal a normal <laughs> author so okay you That's could normal be, <laughs> <laughs> okay so here's a scenario you could be famous for only one work of your writing which one would you choose and what would you want to be famous for
1: Hmm. it's funny because i've basically been working on the same book for like the last five years so i'm like that one
0: <laughs> i bet <laughs> it's really good
1: it is.
2: <laughs> it is. It is. It is. <laughs> she can laugh into the sunset as much as she wants, but it is. No, but seriously, I would like. Okay, the
1: work that I'm working on right now is obviously I kind of love it because I've been working on it for so long, and I don't know if it'll ever get published or not. But if it does, what I would like it to be known for is I want it to be kind of like Treasure Islandish, where it was like it appeals to like the kids. And the adults, but it all, I don't even know. I don't know what I'm saying. Like, I want to be the next Robert Louis Stevenson, but I don't. (laughs) I want it to also be really funny and, like, have a lot of Terry Pratchett-ish humor. So I want it to be, like, I want people to be, like, oh, my gosh, she's, like, the next Robert Louis Terry Pratchett Stevenson. That's quite a mouthful. Yeah, Yeah, just
0: a little bit. Kelly, what is your answer (laughs) to this question?
2: Okay, so right now I'm super impassioned about my work in progress, which is a dystopia duology. And I just want to be known for the fact that I took a sort of cliché genre, at least it's kind of cliché right now, and I took a kind of cliché trope of amnesia and flipped it upside down and made it sort of interesting. At least that's what I hope I'm doing with it, so... Hit me
0: with your elevator pitch real quick.
2: What? Okay.
0: I I want to understand.
2: So, basically, it... Like I'll kind of just focus on the first one because that's the most development that I've done but um, the first one is about this woman who wakes up and she doesn't remember who she is and she all she has is this letter that supposedly is written by her to herself explaining who she is what's going on and um, but what happens is going to sleep makes her lose her memories again so every time she wakes up she doesn't remember who she is all over again okay um and also like in the more broader sense of the world you've got the northern part of a country that is densely populated is overpopulated and they're trying to send refugees into the southern part but the southern part of the country is all like, you can't do that because if we turn all of our like agricultural areas into cities, then we're all going to starve. And so they're just trying to deal with the problem of overpopulation and genocide makes many appearances. And I've got this really, really <laughs> weird biological weapon that like, you can deploy into an area and it will actually alter the makeup of the air so that it makes it unbreathable so that everyone in the city will suffocate and die but it doesn't destroy the infrastructure because i mean if you're dealing with overpopulation you don't want to like destroy cities in a war because you're like we need cities to house people but they want a lower population so they devised a weapon that would kill all the people but leave everything else intact
0: that's smart Yeah, Genocide doesn't make many appearances in my story, it more of just makes like a a cameo. Like a Stan Lee cameo.
2: Hmm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It sounds less violent than mine.
0: No, it's- it's- it's (laughs) it's it's a very- it's quite the- Have I not told you about my story?
2: You kind of told me a little bit. It is
0: dystopian comedy.
2: Yeah, that's- that's the part that you told me. Oh. That's as much as I know.
0: That's about as much as there is. <laughs> there... <laughs> the rest...
2: It's a dystopian comedy with a little tiny bit of genocide. A
0: cameo. Genocide makes a cameo appearance. Basically, the only, the only time I develop the story is when I'm talking with Ezra Wilkinson. That's the only mm-hmm. time like I get anything done on this novel.
2: <laughs> well, go talk to him!
0: <laughs> I will do so. I will do so.
2: Well, Do you okay. You can't, like, pass any of your classes or anything.
0: No, that's not important. That's not <laughs> important. Business statistics isn't important. No. It's really it's not.
2: not.
0: Macroeconomics is bad.
2: Microeconomics? Now, that's where the gold is. Macro, not even.
0: I didn't like micro either, but I tolerated it.
2: <laughs> I just I feel smart because I know what those words mean. Yeah. Group college. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> Because he sits at his school and I sit at mine, yep, screw college. (laughs) Just so you know, though, not going to college does not
1: necessarily, like, mean (laughs) that you will write more or be a more dedicated writer. No, it doesn't. Lizzie is living proof of that. It's more like if you want to write, you will no matter what. And if you're like me, then you can have a lot of free time and still accomplish nothing in your life. She's gone through a lot of shows on Netflix. Okay, usually I'm doing crafts or artwork while I'm watching those, just to be fair. Yeah, but
2: I don't like to be fair. I'm
1: an artist. Artiste. An
0: artist. She
2: tells me and With I'm an I, a twirly mustache. I don't think I am. am.
0: It's, it's very important. We are out of time, officially. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
2: That was dramatic.
0: It was. <laughs> usually I'm
2: a dramatic one.
0: Normally people aren't this sad about leaving.
2: Like, okay, <laughs> bye. Oh, thank God. Are we off the air yet? <laughs> <laughs> when can I start flirting with Lizzie again? <laughs> Never. It's just the longest that I've ever gone without doing that.
0: <laughs> Where, can <pee-pee-people- laughs> Where-, Where can people.
2: <laughs> Where can people. Where can people. Where can people. Where can
0: people find you on the internet?
1: Um, I have a Facebook page.
0: That's pretty great.
1: It's called Furial Lizzie, not L- Lindsay Harris, like <laughs> like my real Facebook page. That you made, like, a day ago.
0: You have what a real Facebook about? page?
1: I have a boring Facebook page, and then I have my, like, real me one. And that's the Furial Lizzie one.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's just confusing.
2: Look me up on Facebook. <laughs> I'm there. I'm the one who's confusing because I'm on Facebook as me, like, Kelly Darnell Pierce is like my personal Facebook, but then I also have a blog that I blog under my pen name, which is Kalea Pond, and then I have a Facebook page and Instagram account that are connected to my blog.
0: That is confusing.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm going to skip the confusing and just post links. You can send me links and I'll post
2: them if people want to
0: find you. We can do that. Do you want to do like a giveaway?
2: I would like to give away my soul. <laughs> 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 it needs a happy home. It doesn't like it here anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I would, I would actually, I would love to give away a bag of marshmallows to one of your lovely listeners, and I'm not even kidding right now. Really? I'll write a note to go in the bag of marshmallows. Really? I'll, Y'all yeah. would do that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel, okay, so this is what happens when I go to workshops, right? I'll be like, I'll carry around bags of marshmallows, and I'll see someone that I don't even know altogether that well, and I'll be like, hey, do you want a marshmallow? And they sort of look at me like, for real, bro? And then they're like, sure, I love a marshmallow. And we kind of have this moment. So I kind of want to have one of those moments. Absolutely.
0: Okay. who, who, Who shall we do it for? Who shall we give it to?
2: Who do you love Tom
0: the most? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> we'll give it to Tom
2: <laughs> Here, Hanks. Tom Hanks, have a bag of marshmallows from some really
1: obscure person. Or the first person to drive to my house. <laughs> the first person Are to you going to give Liz. out your address now? <laughs> no, they have to find me. The first
0: person to find Lizzie gets a marshmallow. I'll come up with some obscure thing for them to do in order to get marshmallows, and I'll okay, let you know. Okay, perfect. This is Maybe wonderful. they have to
2: call Tom Hanks. Or they have to call me.
0: They have to call Tom Hanks and ask him if his refrigerator is running. I was
2: like, no one call me. I'm an introvert. I won't answer unless I know the number.
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. That's what happens. I have to be able to answer my phone because, like, people call me and they're like, hey, come film my wedding. And I have to have my phone available for that.
2: See, people call me and they're like, "Kelly, will you marry me?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's my favorite party trick: is is taking someone's phone and dialing the random number and calling the person and proposing the marriage.
2: Wow, yes. my boss at work has it. I'm engaged his to several people. That get awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm engaged to several people. It's very good.
2: Oh, I, I'm engaged to a lot of people too, and I have two boyfriends made of plastic.
0: That's special
2: i am <laughs> well he is <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you two for being on the show today i know you there's...
2: are so welcome i'm sorry it was very spazzy and random
0: no it wasn't... what
2: it, it really wasn't your fault no <laughs> it
0: wasn't they... and thank you lizzie for finally agreeing to be on the show i've been yes. asking i've been asking you to be on the show since like day one
2: Okay. You're popular, it we was love nice. you Thanks for having us Wow, deadpan much?
1: You I didn't so
0: die. Fun!
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want me to come back and talk about
2: silent films What? <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want me to come back and talk about something other than Lizzie, okay. I-, I can do that too Marshmallows <laughs>
0: <Our> <laughs> You're listening to the Very Serious Writing Show
1: the Shape the Shape
0: Congratulations everyone, you have lived to see the longest episode of The Very Serious Writing Show, but you know, makes up for that episode you didn't get last week, right? Yeah, right. And because of its length, I'm not going to keep you here any longer. Thank you all so much for tuning back in. It is good to be back. It is good to see you all again, because again, remember, this isn't a podcast. I am teleporting my physical self into your ears. And you all have nice ears. And with that thought, good day and good night.